0: Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together to have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible.
1: And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, but my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do, but my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good. Welcome to today's episode of the BTB podcast. We do a hot seat Q&A today. We have a few questions that our team have been asking us over the last couple of weeks. And so we wanted to answer some questions around how you can build your business. So if you have been wondering things like how to build your business on social media, things like attraction marketing, building a social presence, what to do when people ghost you, how to engage with people online and build that network. We have all the answers for you today. One of my favorite questions from today's Q&A session is we have a team member who is about to have a baby, which is so exciting. And she asked specifically what she can do while she's on maternity leave so that she can build her business to 5K per month. That way she doesn't have to go back to work. So if you are someone who is interested in learning how to build a business and a substantial income like this in 12 months, you are going to absolutely love this episode. We also go into other things like DMO, otherwise known as daily method of operation, what to do when people ghost you, how to send an invite out and get a response back, how to build trust and rapport with people. So there is so much gold packed into this tiny short episode. And I just wanted to also let you know that this is an ad free episode, meaning that you can rest assured you'll be listening to all the gold and you will not be interrupted. So enjoy, and let's get straight into it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the next episode of BTB. How are you, Lozzy? I'm
0: good. How are you?
1: I'm good. We have no tech problems tonight. Don't you? <laughs> Although I do have to say, guys, we're using a new platform. It's called Riverside. And um, I've got this really cool functionality <laughs> It comes with, like, all this media, like, clapping and drum rolls and laughing. Where did and cla- you find and-
0: that? I haven't seen that on my end. Do you have a special screen?
1: Um, it's in the media section over to my right-hand side. I don't know, maybe because I'm the host. <laughs> excuse I'm me we
0: stuff.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Am I going to do something different tonight? Maybe we should call it the Biz Hotline. Maybe this could be a thing that we can, we bring reoccurring where people can ask mm. their questions and we just do some live Q and A coaching.
1: Yeah. Well, I um I've started coaching calls again with my team and I get them to fill out a job form for me with what they are struggling in business with right now. And so we've just got a couple here and we're just gonna I'm just gonna rapid fire at you, Loz, and then we can just have a convo. How does that sound? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, question number one really great question, actually. I'm going to read it out. I'm eight months pregnant and really would like to see my business grow while I'm on maternity leave so I don't have to go back to work in a year. I'm looking for advice on how I can create this in a year where my business grows to 5K months or more, doing this with a new baby and building my vision and dreams. Oh, great question
0: such a good question and I'm in two minds about it there's like the answer I would have given you before I had a baby now is the answer I give you now with a baby <laughs> how honest we want to be
1: let's be real like yeah let go answer now that you've had a baby go
0: <laughs> she's eight months pregnant she say
1: she's eight months pregnant yeah, yeah.
0: honest advice um honestly I think the biggest gift I can give any women who don't have kids I know this sounds like a slap in the face it's not a slap in the face but like hand of heart if I can give any women advice who know they want to be mums one day is set yourself up I'm so grateful that we built this when we did not to say you can't do it but definitely having a baby those first few months I'm in a really good routine now but Stevie I can't believe she's nearly 10 months old Rui and Stevie nearly 10 months what the old hell? what the hell um but we're in a really good routine now like life is pretty good and cruisy like you have your hard days but those first few months especially I'm not sure if this is your first baby can be done I think a big thing I would come back to is how strong is your why because it is not going to be easy but nothing is and I think anyone who's ever created anything worthwhile or anything that's amazing they've had to have something that's driven them so i guess how strong is your vision and your pain right now that you want to create this while you've got a baby so you don't have to go back to work once your baby is five six seven eight months old um because of that pain is more than the discomfort of having to do a bit of strategic imbalance in those first few months of a baby can definitely be done but it's i'm not going to sugarcoat it and say it's going to be easy with a newborn
1: yeah I think um I, well I agree with you there with the whole like if you're listening to this and you don't have kids yet like stop wasting your time and get to freaking work because I I just <laughs> you have no idea I just think about all the time I wasted before Ruby was here. I'm like, oh my god, I could have got so much more done. Anyway, I can't regret anything. So to answer your question, um, actually, I feel like the newborn phase—they sleep so much that you, if you're hungry enough, you could get a lot done. Like I'm thinking about a particular. Girl in our team who's on your team right now, Lizzie, who's just had her second barb and she's just like amazing. Uh, Like, and I think I know who you're talking about because she's just showing up, she's on training, she's like involved, she's getting customers. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then, of course, there's um, one of the mummers from New Zealand, just was like the second person in New Zealand and Australia to win the incentive trip that's on the table right now. And she literally has a four week old baby or a six-week-old baby. I remember she was on that training call the other night with literally a fresh newborn who was drinking a bottle. And I was like, oh my God, you can do this pregnant and you can do this with a newborn. So it's not to say it can't be done. Um, They sleep so much when they're so small, but then again, you don't sleep. So you are tired. You want a nap. Your brain's not really working. um, Life is so different. You're adjusting so for you to get to 5k months in our business in particular, um, that, that is that is a, an awesome business with some team. So my focus would be on bringing team on and helping these people duplicate. The best thing about our team is we have an incredibly amazing blueprint system that anyone can follow. So it's not designed so that you have to be there all the time. You can plug them into all the coaching calls and the trainings that we have every week. You can plug your team into um, the group chats that we have, the Q&A chats, all of that stuff. It's all there to help you. Um, But you can absolutely create that income in a year from now. Like there's no ifs or buts. If you don't make it, it's because you got in your own way. You can absolutely 100% make 5k months in 12 months, but you have to be willing to put the effort in to create that. It doesn't just appear out of thin air. Like you got to roll your sleeves up. And I mean, Liz, we we created that income in 12 months when we first started. Um, you know, around we replaced 50, our full time.
0: Yeah, around 50, 60 hour work week. So um, it's definitely it can be done. And I think, like I was saying take motherhood out of it. Anyone who I've seen create anything epic in not just this space, just in business in general, but the network marketing profession, it's usually they have a pain. Um, Mm. It's usually the pain. I know for us, Shen, we've spoken about our story a few times. Shen was financial pain and mine was I was just burning out really quickly in my job. So as much as it was hard, we could have, we both didn't have much time, Um, but it was that pain that I honestly think that just, it was bigger than our excuses. So, it just depends how badly you want this because yeah, yeah, there will be days where you're tired and there'll be days where you don't feel like it. And there'll be days where it would, it's easier not to, but mm. how strong is your vision for what you want? Because I can hand in my heart say I would do it over 10 times over. It's so worth it. Um, Yeah it's it's worth it but you need to get clear on your why and why you're doing this because once the why is set and you've just made a decision that it's happening the actual how is easy I and mean, especially in our like i said in shan said with our team like there's a system that you follow there's so much training and support and you don't do it yourself you plug in your team into your mentor as well so um it's just about trusting the system and getting really clear on what you want here and just making a decision that you're going to go for it and you're going to make it happen
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think the question to ask yourself on the hard days is if not this, then what? Like if it's not this, then what is it that is going to create 5K a month for you while you're at home with your baby? Because I don't know many business opportunities where it costs $50 to get started where you literally just need to invest some sweat equity and that's it. You do not need to have thousands and hundreds and thousands of dollars as, um, as capital to get started. And you don't even need to be skilled to be successful here. You learn along the way. You get mentorship, business mentorship, personal development for free, all part of it. You get, in our team anyway, a full program, that you can gift your customers, that you can really keep that retention high. You have incredible product. Like th- there's just so many things working for you in your favour here that if it doesn't work, it's only because you didn't let it work. Um, so I'm excited to see this person create that magic over the next year. <laughs> okay, next question, Lozzie. You
0: need have one of those uh, little noise things. The clapping? Yeah, what other ones they make them fun?
1: I love that I have all these controls. <laughs> okay, um, next one is, I have been doing my DMO every day now. However, I feel like every time I send someone an invite, they just don't get back and don't want to check the link. Even after I follow up, sometimes they just ghost me. What would be the best way to go ahead? Just continue reaching out to more people? Question mark.
0: I'm, I always come back when I'm, when I'm me personally, when I'm in my business, when I'm teaching my team how to do their business is I just come back to before you invited them, what, why did you invite them? Um, Cause I usually find when you're getting ghosted, it's only really two reasons. Um, One is you don't have a relationship and you actually haven't worked out what they, they didn't ask you don't want to get to a point where you've like, you want to invite them, but you want to, before you invite them, you essentially want to get to a point where they're begging you for like, for the information. Like you want to be, you have the prize. So if you have sent an invite and haven't got back to you, it either tells me one that they didn't actually want, they weren't interested or you haven't spent enough time asking the right questions or knowing what's their goal or what's their pain or two, they're actually just busy and you're not that important. So when you if you know that it really only gives you two options you either invest more in the relationship or you follow up because life is full so if they haven't replied i follow up and it's something as simple as just like hey like i know life is full just touching base see if you got my previous message um but if like if the relationship's not there and they haven't like they haven't written back or you haven't spent enough time for them to actually want the information i go back to circling back into the like investing in the relationship so like what got you talking about them in the first place what what was their goal what was their pain and just like going back to that hey babe been thinking of you I know how earlier in the week you mentioned this how's that going or like just whenever I get stuck or whenever my team gets stuck my first question I always ask them is what was that person's goal like what was Mm -hmm. that person's pain And if you can't answer that then you shouldn't have invited them and if And so you can't really follow up. And if the follow up is actually just going back and investing in a relationship, does that make sense? Or have I just gone as a cadet?
1: No, I like that. And it's true because if someone does ghost me, which by the way, it's so normal for people to ghost you, let's like talk about that for a second, because don't forget, we're building a business online, on social media, through Messenger. It is so. Think about how easy it is for you to cancel on plans just because it's easier to just text your friend and be like, hey, I'm not feeling too good today. I'm not going to make it today, right? Everybody just uses texting and messaging as such a cop-out. So because you're building on social media as opposed to offline, there's kind of no commitment there. And I agree with you in the sense that There has to be a relationship built so strong first before you even get to the point where you ask the question about, can I send you a link and share some info? Um, So if you haven't done a good enough job there where you know pretty much everything about them and why this would be so amazing for them, then I think you've jumped the gun and then they're not really keen. The second thing I would say is... always ask if you can send them the link first. I love using that strategy. So the whole, like, if I sent you a link, when could you check it out? They'll come back and they'll say, yeah, I can check it out tonight. And then before I send the link, I always say, awesome. So you're going to check out the link tonight. I'm going to circle back with you tomorrow morning and let's chat about your questions or what you want to talk about, or I'd love to know what resonated with you the most. And so you're confirming with them that, they're checking the link out tonight and you are circling back in the morning and you're going to have a conversation about it then. My third thing is I've actually recently just stopped hanging out in my messenger, A, because I have no time now, but B, it is so much easier to just get on the phone with someone. Um, so I am really loving just calling people on Facebook messenger at the moment. And, um, I've just like stopped even using Zoom links and acuity calendar. Like I've just, I'm just making the time to be like, Hey, can, can I call you on Facebook? Like in three hours, does that suit you for a quick chat? And they're like, yep, I'll, I'll talk to you then. And I'll just send like a quick little link. Like it might be like a sizzle video, which is like one of our four or five minute videos that explains the information about what you're sharing. And then I'm just talking on the phone. And honestly, like with what's happened in the world over the last two years, people are so fatigued people don't forget like life was normal in 2019 and then 2020 happened and everyone got sent to their rooms pretty much by the universe <laughs> and everyone went online and all of a sudden online shopping was the only way collect like collecting your groceries online and clicking and collecting was the only way zoom was like the new thing all of a sudden everything was virtual so I just feel like we are so fatigued from having links sent and like watching videos and jumping on zooms and we're just tired of it. So it's just not working as well anymore. People are really craving connection and like they actually want someone to talk to. So I am just getting so much like greater results from calling people instead. Um, but yeah, people ghost me too. I follow up nine times before I, I kind of put like tag them as lost. Um, and you know, that's over a space of four to six weeks sometimes. Like the first few follow-ups happen like a day after, then three days later, and then three days later again. And then it's like a week later, and then another week later after that. So they are spaced out, but um, it's pretty normal to, yeah, be ghosted. I So to answer your question, the short of the long is, what would be the best way to go ahead? Um, yeah, tr- I would try and scrub up the way you're inviting Are you building a relationship first? And should you just continue reaching out to more people? I say yes, but only if you're building the groundwork first and forming a relationship. You want them to like, know and trust you enough first before you reach out.
0: Yeah, and just like get their recommitment that they actually want help and they actually were after more information that like they wanted you to invite them. So like I said, what was their goal? So for example, let's say, she wanted help with increasing her energy so before you got to a point of inviting maybe you would say something along the lines of hey Liz, just touching base i know we spoke earlier in the week about you really wanting help increasing your energy is that still the case so that's kind of my follow-up strategy is just getting their recommitment of what they actually want help with because at the end of the day you're prizing yourself you've got a solution um so just going back and circling back into what was their goal, what could, what were they wanting help with or why were you offering your solution or your, or your business or your service in the first place and just circling back to that and just getting their recruitment. Hey, do you actually want help with that or is that still something that you're looking into or are you still open to new income opportunities um, and using that as a way to kind of get your stake back in the ground like, hey, like do you actually want help or do they never want that in the first place and you actually just jump the gun. So. A really good question to ask yourself is what was their goal or what was their pain? And if you can't answer that, the reason that they probably haven't written to you is because you did jump the gun and you haven't spent enough time building a relationship where you're actually at a point of sending them a proper invite. Um, so if that's the case too, then my follow-up strategy would be just investing in the relationship Hey, I sent you a message earlier in the week. I'm so sorry. I was doing a hundred things at once. How are you? How's how's your week been? How's the kids? Like just going back to investing in the relationship, it's Mm -hmm. never too late to salvage the rapport there either.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: So true.
1: The next question is, my challenge is my reach of potential of both customers and partners is low because my network is not large. I'm on social, I'm not on social media, and sorry, let me, I cannot talk right now. I am on social media for hours each day and I'm having a lot of conversations, but it's hit and miss. So let's talk about, in particular, for someone who joins a business like this first up and they're brand new and they haven't really got a large network, um, What would be your biggest piece of advice on how to expand their network?
0: I got two. I think there's two strategies with this. The short answer is social media and growing your network, leveraging of social media. But that takes time. My other quick answer is every person that you meet or that you know has a network of 100 people. And this is the old school way of being successful in any business is being a becoming a professional network marketer is actually networking through people. So I'm sure you have five or 10 people that you personally know that maybe not be may not be interested in your product or your business or your opportunity. But I bet you out of their network, they know somebody. So um, firstly, when you don't have much of a network, like a warm network yourself, just knowing the very small network you have has a network. So like doing things like launch events um, is something that I know our team are personally doing again. And it's not so much about like getting your friends and family to try your products or join your business. It's more so like letting your friends and family actually know what you're up to and excited about and asking if they know anyone who may be open to income opportunities or if they know anyone who's needing help with health and wellness and giving them an opportunity to actually explain your service or your product. Because I think so often, especially when you're new and you're shy and you're maybe a little bit anxious and a little bit nervous. And I don't know about you, but I know Shannon and I were very similar. We were in the juice plus closet when we started our professional network marketing businesses. We didn't we weren't open and proud about what we were doing. But I think if you can leverage off having a mentor or someone help you do a bit of a launch event where you can leverage off their posture and their excitement and their confidence and let your network know what it is you're actually doing. Your small network may know someone and I've I've been listening to some books because this definitely isn't how I built it, but now having the posture and the confidence that I have now, it's how I'm helping my team build it who don't have big social followings or big networks, knowing that each person is a doorway to another 100 people and you're just looking for people who are looking for the service or the solution that you can provide. So I would yeah find a way an opportunity to actually present what i'm doing with to my small network and it's not to get them on board it's just so they can understand what i'm doing and then from there actually asking each person in my network do they know anyone and asking for referrals and asking for introductions because yeah i promise you there's each person that you know would have someone in their network i think that's the quickest way otherwise obviously we can talk about social media and social media is another way of doing it and that's a smart tool in itself but you um people trust people, word of mouth. That's how network marketing actually came across in the first place. Like people trust people that they know, like understand, have rapport with. And so um, I know back in the day before social media, that's how people built big businesses without the leverage of social media. And I even know right now social media for us is slowing down. It worked really well when we started our businesses, but same like Shen said before people are getting fatigued. Um, So it's actually coming back to getting offline and really talking to people and um, seeing yeah, who, who needs what you have to offer right now and coming back to being a, pro- a professional problem solver and not trying to get people actually thinking about who do you know that can genuinely help who needs what you have?
1: Hmm, that was a great answer. Um, I think when we talk about social media, yes, it's a great tool. And um, I mean, your reach is global, but it does, it's like the slow lane. Um, so Loz, what you just explained was like the fast lane of how to how to attract people. Social media uh, and building a presence online and um yeah, networking online is definitely the slow lane, I believe. And it takes time. And, you know, I think about when I came into this business, um, I had been authentically sharing my journey. Um, I started an Instagram page just for my health journey. And I was kind of blogging and doing all that stuff, like sharing what I was eating and sharing how I was exercising and my before and afters. And I was doing all that before Juice Plus came into my world. So I I had already started building some type of likability, trust and rapport with my audience, even though I didn't have a very big following. My audience pre-Juice Plus knew that I was into health and wellness and I gave a lot of value online if you come into this business and you've never done that before, you have to understand that you have to show up like that every single day. And it might take a year to literally build that type of likability, trust and people to to know you, trust you, like you. Um, And yeah, some people would like, when they hear that, they're like, oh, I don't have a year to show up every single day. But like, (laughs) what's the other way? What's the other option? You can't like buy followers and fake it that, you know, fake the people that you have following you, you have to genuinely add value so that people genuinely want to land on your page and learn. So the social media side of things, I, I shared actually earlier this week on a training, I did an attraction marketing training for our company. And um, I have a formula that I love to follow. And it's four to one. And it's kind of like a structure of what to post every day. I'm a big believer in that if you are in build mode in network marketing, you must show up on your main feed every single day. And I'm not going to lie. Like it's hard. Like even I can't show up on my feed every day. I have the best intentions to post seven days a week, but sometimes like it slips. But if you're really serious about building your following, this is what I did before I had a following. I posted four days a week about something that was value related or lifestyle related so think about things like you know you're adding value you're educating inspiring quotes motivational stuff um, lifestyle like showing your life behind the scenes what you're doing your health journey what you're eating how you're exercising tips and tricks recipes whatever you name it like four days a week you are just online and there to add value and brighten people's days up with whatever it is that you post Then it's two, two posts a week need to be revolved around your business, whether that's the community that you are a part of, the business that you're a part of, network marketing and the incredible opportunity that's behind it, if you're open and ready to start sharing about that, Um, just business related posts, right? And even like a soft call to action to connect with you if they want to learn some more information. And then the one of the formula, so 421, one day a week, share your product on your main feed, share a photo of your product and talk about it, talk about how amazing it is, talk about the research, talk about what's, why you love it, what you take, your results, your customers' results, your team's results, before and afters, testimonials, research, whatever You just need to be posting about your product once a week minimum. And I feel like this formula works really well because you're showing up every single day for four days a week, adding massive value. You're then educating people or sharing a little bit about the business side of things. And once a week, you're allowed to self-promote your product. I don't see anything wrong with that. So if you're consistently showing up as 421 every single week, you're going to start to build a type of report where people know what you're about, they know what you share, they like what you share, and they're waiting for the next post. So I would stick to that. Um, and then it's really important to build your network. I think it's kind of like... um. If you think that you can build a network marketing business just by posting every day, then you are having a hallucination because that is not how this business works. You have to do the work, the legwork behind the scenes, and that is building rapport with people. So that is finding new people online, adding them, can like communicating with them, supporting them, showing them love, cheerleading them, asking them questions in the stories, replying to their stories, commenting on their posts, like engaging with people that's what networking is and like before social media we would go and do that like you know we'd go to networking events or we would go to um parties barbecues we would go out of our comfort zone and go to events where we didn't know people and we would network this is pre social media i never had to do that <laughs> but that's what we would have been doing if we were you know like 15 years ago um But you just have to take those principles now and bring it online. So are you expanding your network every single day by three to five people? And that is my metric that I love to follow. I love to find three to five new people every single day that I follow and I try and start to build a relationship with. And you know what? Some people give me donuts. I will give them all the love in the world. I will love hard on their posts. I'll like everything. I'll genuinely be in their stories, like wanting to get to know them, asking them questions, wanting to be besties. And I get crickets and that's normal. But then some people actually follow me back and then they'll reply to my questions and they'll start to comment and like on my posts. And that's when I know, okay, I've got someone here who I actually genuinely like I followed them because I liked them and they seem to like me back. They're following me back and engaging back with me. I take a few weeks to really build a rapport there. I want to make sure that they know, like, and trust me. And that is how I I run my business now. That's how I, that's my attraction marketing formula. So to answer the question of my network is not large, you don't need a large network. You can start network marketing with zero followers and you can literally have thousands and thousands of followers in couple of months time if you did the work behind the scenes Um, and you don't have to be on social media for hours a day like I do all of that within an hour I don't have time to be on social media every day so it has to be done very quickly
0: yeah I totally agree when I started this business I was doing the same I was blogging but I still only had probably a thousand followers and my following has grown organically over the last seven years but it's been consistently doing what Shen just said I think that's people's biggest, I think people's biggest mistake or hallucination probably in this industry when they come into it, they, think they can just do a post. And if they don't get a team or a client for a post that it's not working for them, no. <laughs> a post is awesome, but it's like you said, it's the conversations that you're having behind the scenes and the rapport that you're building. And you don't just start conversation with people with an ulterior motive because you want to invite them. You're building and cultivating a community of people that have the same values as you that um, – yeah that that you generally have the same interests and if one day something that you post resonates with them um they'll be more likely to reach out and ask or you will because you've already had a previous conversation you've built rapport with them um so don't feel like you're starting five conversations a day because I feel like people have like this icky feeling about like growing their network it's like you're not growing your network with the intention of I'm going to invite them and sell them my product or my business Uh uh-uh It's about you're cultivating a community that have similar values as you. And strangers are just friends that you haven't met yet. And I always like to think, like, if it wasn't for this business, Shani and I wouldn't be best friends. We wouldn't have even known each other. So don't have this, like, icky feeling around it. Like, these girls, the next person you're talking to on social media, you could be the person that changed their total trajectory of their life. If it wasn't for social media and someone tagging me in a post that Shani did, I'd still be working 60, 70 hours a week in child safety Stevie would be in daycare 40, 50, 60 hours a week or we'd be in one income, which we would not, especially with inflation right now, we would not have the lifestyle that we have. We would not be living where we live. We would not be traveling. We wouldn't have traveled. We'd be very financially stressed right now. So just know the gift that you have. And it's not about trying to, yeah adding people with the intention of I've got to invite them it's adding people because you love them and you have a shared interest and then if you're adding value and something that one day you say may resonate with them then they'll be they'll be more inclined to respond to a post or reach out because they've got that relationship with you and be really excited about whose lives you could change each day when you show up because it might just seem like a post or it might just seem like a new conversation but that one post, that one new conversation, could totally change the trajectory of that person's life, and their their person's kids. that were not have been born yet if it wasn't for Shen. Like, look at the life mm. and the impact you've had on little Stevie.
1: Crazy, all from an Instagram post.
0: Crazy, and
1: and good follow up.
0: <laughs> good follow up. A few months of follow up. See, guys, I said no originally. If you had just if you leave somebody. And you don't invest in the relationship and, yeah, you don't stay on top of mind. You don't keep saying adding value at all. The system works. You've just got to trust it and get out of your own way.
1: Yeah. And just an FYI before we wrap up, just on following up. The reason I followed up Lauren so much was because I was genuinely so excited to work with her. Like I genuinely wanted this chick on my team and I wasn't going to give up. And she like, guys, she said no. And she like was a hard no. She was like, what? Like you're trying to sign me up to this stupid thing that's going to cost me this much money. Like, I do not get it. This is dumb. Like, no, stop messaging me. <laughs> like, and I could have easily been like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm never going to message her again. But what I was a really passionate about at the time and still am today is the vision that I had it was all about the vision I was like I just have this vision of what this could be and I know you would be amazing like and I know I want to work with you and I know you I want you to be a part of it but I also know that like we are going to crush this I'm so excited for this I just have this really good feeling and I took her out for breakfast and we had acai bowls and it was really cute we got to know each other and I'm just really grateful that I didn't let my fear get in the way of asking her one more time. And I think that last time I asked you, Loz, I was like, I know you, this wasn't for you when we spoke about this a few months ago, but I'd love to just share my vision with you about what this could be because what I'm excited to create. And if you're keen for a catch up, I'd love to catch up with you for breakfast. And we caught up. And the rest is history. So don't stop following up, but also stop following scripts like that are follow-up scripts that feel cringy to you. Just be genuine. Like I always have people ask me like, what's the script that I can use? And I'm like, no, stop using scripts. I hate scripts. I don't believe in them. Be intuitive. You are female. You have superpowers, which means that you can communicate in a way that is intuitive and beautiful and kind and nurturing. And you do not need a script. To be like that. So, if you really loved this episode and you feel like someone you know may resonate with this or really needs to hear it, please share it with them. It really helps to support our channel. The more people that hear our podcast and the more ears it gets into, the more that we get to spread our mission and our help. So, thank you so much for being here. We're grateful for you.
0: And if you've got any questions that you'd love to ask us, flick them through on our Instagram. We'll add them to our next business hotline chat and um you can put us in the hot seat and get us chatting.
1: Sounds awesome. Good night.